You're in the spot with the leg pod. Your hosts, Vonnie and Nutty. We talk everything basketball. Welcome to the Lake Pod. We're here once again. My boy, my co-host, my brother, Nutty here. This is Vonnie. And um, yeah, we're fresh off uh, our last game. You know, we're in the NBA Finals. Finally here, man. How does it feel to finally be here? The last time we spoke, um, the game hasn't started, haven't started as yet. So how does it feel to be here? And uh, then we'll probably just talk about the game a little bit more because I got some stuff on my chest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well man it's it's crazy man it's 10 years bro 10 years since you've been back so imagine all what we did in 10 years we both went to university graduated <laughs> move on to to jobs we move all over the country all over the world so yeah i think it's time i think it's time man so i'm just pretty happy to be back uh, right now, just totally focused. We are um, Lakers up 2-1 right now. But um, as the late Kobe Bryant said, the job is not done. So I'm pretty much just relaxed. Pretty A little disappointing um, after the game tonight. But I'm pretty much relaxed because I usually go off of your energy. Once you're not uh, going to panic, then I'm good. So let's, let's just see how our uh, game four plays out on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, definitely. Um Right. So, yeah. So definitely I, I want to I want to start with your thoughts about this game. I'll tell you my thoughts about this game. And uh, then, you know, you can uh, touch on the next uh, on the last two, uh, the two previous games before that. But as you mentioned, we're up to one. The last game of uh, this game, which is, has just uh, ha- has just finished. And man, yeah, we just uh, collected an L. Um, first of all, before speaking about the Lakers, I'll give uh, the Miami Heat a lot of credit for that game. They came out. They came out really aggressively. Um, they started off. You know, they punched us in the mouth, mouth to start off. Uh, Jimmy Butler, man, and Jimmy B, he carried them tonight, man. He he came yeah, out. Man, I'm telling you, he he played like a superstar, bonafide superstar tonight. Uh, he was. You can see he was gas. He played almost the whole game, and he he he. He's put on a 40-point triple-double, man. That's that's a legendary performance, especially in the NBA Finals. I think that was like the third person to do that. He's the third person to do that. Um, look at Tyler Hero. Um, um, look at Olenek, man. Um, since game two, it was game two, he started to get, you know, um, a lot more playing time because, uh, because of Bam's uh, injury. And, man, he's been a big factor, bro. He's been a big factor for them, man. So looking at that... Um, just, just giving them a lot of uh, credit for that. But besides that, man, man, I, <laughs> my boy AD, bro. You know, man. I'm always in the group. I'm always. AD is so talented. He's so, he's he's so monstrous. But he just, he just gets on my nerve, man. Nerves. Depending on how he plays, the way, the mindset that he comes out, it always seems like he can just come out and look like he's taking a game off. And I know he was in foul trouble early on, foul trouble early on, but still, 
he could be a lot more aggressive. Uh, he could have uh, he could have uh, impacted his will more on the team, man, on the game. Um, so that was one thing. Usually, if AD has a great game, I think it's kind of almost we're almost we're almost unbeatable once AD has a great game. So you know him. I think he just had 15 points. I'm not I know he was gonna go more into stats, but just off the top of my head, I think he had like 15 points. Man, I'm always wanting to see him having double-digit boards. I remember the first game, he had like nine. The, the game two, he had like 14 boards. A lot of uh, offensive rebounds, man. He was just looking like a man about boys. But tonight, man, he he seemed like just sometimes just his, his, his demeanor, man, just the way how he carries himself. It's not always like, okay, he's coming out there to kill. Um, looking at us as a team, we could have played a lot better defense. Um... I think that, you know, we, we came out flat, you know, we came out uh, confident because we're up 2-0, you know, everybody sees us as overwhelming favorites to win. So we actually came out with that attitude, um, but in a more arrogant way. And I think we got we got whooped because of that, man. Um, LeBron, um, he had some bad, bad turnovers, man, bad turnovers. Um, he, he, he had a, he was a subpar game to his level, to his standard. Um, Morris played really well, man. Morris stroked some threes. And my boy Kuz finally showed up, but it wasn't a loss, Ooh, man. man. I was happy that he showed up, but it wasn't a loss, man. So just looking at that um, overall, during the first two games, uh, AD and LeBron, they were both fantastic. Uh, it was looking like they were both jostling for MVP. I would have put AD a little slightly ahead of him because of the first two games. But now, man, he, AD, he, he really fell behind. You know, I'm not going to say it's a surefire uh, bet that we win, but it's a surefire bet that we win. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's between both of them, you know, um, in my head to, to, you know, to win. Butler had a good game in game two as well. You can see in game one, they were pretty uh, shaky. You can see they were just a new team that came in. Um, I, I, one thing I know Miami, they play hard. Uh, they play with heart. They play. They play ten, uh, tenaciously. But that that first two games, I think they were very timid. Uh, tonight they came out more resembling the type of team they they, they are. But there's no reason we, we had to win lose this game tonight, man. What what are your thoughts? Man, I totally agree, man. So as you said, I'm gonna start with tonight's game, and um, I'm to be honest, I'm pretty disappointed with tonight's game, man. Tonight results because the team came up pretty flat. And I did not expect that from LeBron James led team. I expected us to be legit in terms of be on point defensively when it comes to the offensive end. Guys made the extra passes. But unfortunately, I think that being up 2-0 got to our heads. And with that being said, I expect in game four, we are going to make the adjustments. All year, we've been pretty much a good team at making adjustments. So I do expect Frank Vogel and the guys to go back to and watch a film and see where uh, we could make, you know, correct those mistakes. Miami played without their two stars, without Dragic and uh, and uh, Bam. So I expected the Lakers to take care of business tonight. To be up 3-0, let's seal this stuff off and not play around, but we gave Miami life. And let I will get into the numbers. So... The Miami Heat won 115 uh, to Lakers 104. The top performers were uh, Jimmy Butler with 40 points, 11 boards, and 13 assists. So pretty much a 40-point uh, 40 triple dub. 
That's very impressive in an NBA fan. It's crazy. LeBron, it's crazy, man. LeBron uh, with a near triple-double again, 25 points, 10 boards, uh, 8 assists. Looking at the team stats before I get into um, the, in the individual numbers. So, Miami actually shot 51% from the field. Lakers shot 43%. So, that to me, that was a difference in the game. Miami shot 35% from three. Lakers shot 33%. So, we are pretty much disappointing there again. But... Free throws, Miami actually shot 21 from 23, 91%. The Lakers were 22 from 29 for 75%. So we need to work on those free throws um, as we all, as we said in the past. I know Jimmy Butler mentioned um, in his post-game uh, press conference that they rebounded. You know, they rebounded. But Lakers actually rebound, rebounded um, Miami 43-37. to 37. On the offensive board, we actually had 11 offensive boards to Miami, three. So, we just, to me, as I said, we came off flat and we just did not take care of business. Because the numbers, looking at the numbers, the only big difference is Miami shooting 51%, the Lakers 43%. Getting into the individual numbers, uh, let's start with, uh, we'll start with Miami first. So, they had pretty much contribution from everybody man they had uh Jay Crowder with 12 points eight boards already gave the guy Jimmy's numbers Tyler Hero with 17 points off the bench oh no actually he actually started so that was really huge 17 points three boards uh, two assists and um I caught him mean mugging late in the game so I, <laughs> I, I haven't forgot that I hope I hope Frank Vogel actually played that for the team I saw that too bro we need to shut him down. Yeah, I was. I, was I saw that too. On the, man, I was pissed. And they had uh, not. They only had four points from none. Iggy gave them two points. Solomon Hill gave them three points. So the the difference in the game was actually Jimmy B, man. And we were talking in the group, and I was like, "Why are we not doubling Butler? Like, why are we not getting the ball out of his hands? Like, let somebody else beat us, right?" So. I want to see what adjustments we are going to make, and we have to see if uh, they get back their their uh, two, you know, two of their play, um, players in Dragic and um, Adebayo. So, getting into the Lakers numbers, Anthony Davis really disappointing. Fifteen points, five boards, three assists. We cannot win with with those kind of numbers, man. We cannot win with those kind of numbers. If AD was himself, pretty much would have won this game. That, True. that was a difference there. AD True. was himself. He would have won this game. No doubt. I mean, man, you know how I feel about said, that, man. Don't man, That's going to trigger me, but... <laughs> man, you know how I feel about that. Man. And then Howard only had uh, four points, uh, three, three boards. We definitely need more from him um, come next game. Your boy KCP. In fact, I should say I'm just gonna say KCP, man. Only had five points, three boards. He was Caldwell tonight. Um, he was Caldwell tonight, man. That's definitely <laughs> disappointing, man. Rondo had uh four points, eight boards, five assists. I mean, you know Rondo's gonna be up and down when it comes to um, you know, with points, but you know, he did average um he did give us eight boards on five assists, so that was really good from Rondo. Caruso yeah. gave us uh, eight points. Um, definitely need more. 
Morris was huge off the bench. So Morris and uh, Kuzma actually kept us in this game because they both had 19 points each. Mm-hmm. So to yeah, so usually if we have contribution from those guys and AD and LeBron, you know, or themselves usually win because I know you do count Danny Green and KCP as one player. Yeah. Right? If I do mm-hmm. if I do combine their stats, it's um, still crappy. It's gonna, be, <laughs> it's gonna be seven points. Six boards, two assists, one steal, <laughs> one turnover, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> What's the percentage? Man, the What's percentage, the field goal man. Percentage? Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> the field goal percentage is going to be 20%. <laughs> Legit oh, 20%. Danny Green on the box score is showing zero. Zero, zero, zero. <laughs> oh, zero from three, zero from the field. How, how is that possible, man? We always be like, like, bro, we need those guys to step up, man. We need those guys to step up. I mean, I'm sure we do expect AD and LeBron to bring it every night. But I mean, what if they do have an off night? I mean, we, I mean, how are we asking for just 10 points each from... Danny Green and, and KCP, man. That's all. We're not asking for too much. At least he can hit so, a shot. <laughs> man, this is highly disappointing, man. So, I mean, to be on a more positive note, man, taking you guys back to game one, Lakers actually won that game one sixteen to Miami 98. The top performers were actually Anthony Davis with 34 points, 9 boards, 5 assists. Uh, Jimmy Butler had uh, 23 points, two boards, uh, five assists for Miami. I'll get into the individual stats in that game. I'll start with Miami. So Crowder had uh, 12 points. Uh, Bam, you know, he got injured, so he had uh, eight points, four boards. Dragic had six points before uh, leaving the floor. Tyler Hero with 14 points, so pretty much similar to what he had tonight. Uh, Iggy had 7 points None actually had 18 points But that game was pretty much a blowout So none came in and he was actually hot Uh, So game 2 now That game was really interesting on Friday It was pretty much Pretty much man Like It was all offense man Like, And I think that that was Lakers issue tonight They came up pretty much the same way The difference is shots were not falling Because Friday game man Lakers were just like no defense to be honest man guys mm-hmm. were just like making shots pretty much like you know like a rec game man guy just up and down the floor and every time Miami make a run Lakers were pretty much answer and uh, you know we got the job done but as you can see the, the way how we ended uh, that game Miami pretty much picked up tonight and we definitely need to make those adjustments man so Lakers oh my god man it's so the numbers from that game for Lakers, AD, well, as I said, 22 points, 14 boards. LeBron had a near triple-double, 23 points, 9 boards, 9 assists. Howard with 6 points. KCP actually had 11. Oh, my goodness, bro. In a what? blowout, Danny Green only had 3 points, man. Man, Danny already went on his podcast and say Lakers fans, we are... They're not ba- they're bandwagon is because you know they they come down on him too hard. I'm like, bro, uh, before you, you were a Laker, we were a Laker fan. 
<laughs> but I'm saying, yeah. like, he's talking like he's some kind of lifelong. I mean, come on, bro. Like, you, you just came on the team. Um, and we're looking we're looking up to you. That's why we we're going to criticize. Yeah, exactly, you know, we're, man. We know, we know you're a baller. Man, and also Rondo actually had a huge game, man. 16 points, 10 assists. So Rondo with a double-double. Uh, I just mentioned that, man. I actually got hungry, man. I could really wish I could do that right now. <laughs> so gonna, go to In-N-Out and get me a double-double <laughs> animal style with a milkshake. Caruso actually had six points. Kuzma actually had 11 points. Morris actually had six points. That was uh, that was the numbers from uh, game two. But, I mean, pretty much Lakers, I mean, we are in the driving seat. Tonight was disappointing. So far, every series, we always have that one game, as uh, as Dane mentioned. We always have that one game where AD, every time they double him, he just does not look like himself. And we just not making any in-game adjustments. So we have to go back to the drawing board because game four will be pretty huge on, on Tuesday. That game will be 9 o'clock Eastern time, 8 p.m. Uh, Central time. So I really want to see what adjustments the Lakers will make. And I want to see how we are going to come out and take care of business. Because that game four is, well, that's the biggest game of the season um, so far for us personally. And we need to take care of business. Most definitely, man. And uh, yeah, it's one of the critical games that changes the whole tone of a series. Because once we win that game, you know, we're up 3-1, we're... Almost complete control of the series, but if Miami wins, that's two-two. We're, we're basically restarting, and it's the best out of three. So, with that being said, uh, what 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 do you have as your prediction for Game Four? But I do expect Lakers to make the necessary adjustments, and I do expect us to come out firing on all cylinders, especially on the defensive end. I expect the guys to be locked in. Whether Miami get back Dragic and Adebayo. Whatever it is, I think we will be ready. The guys will, you know, expect better defense on Jimmy Butler. Whatever we need to get a double him early, whether to pick him up full court, I do expect adjustments to be made. Frank Vogel been solid all year doing that. So I do expect him to get that done. And I do expect the guys to feel upset and disappointed from tonight's game. So I expect them to, to answer definitely on Tuesday yeah me for myself um, I I do expect us to come out better much better especially uh, in the beginning of the game than we came out tonight um, I, I believe that it's going to be a I believe it's going to be a tie game for most of the game I think Miami's going to come out too especially if they get two of their guns their biggest guns to come out with um, but I believe like coming uh, coming down to the end of the game I think we're just going to we're going to kind of stretch it out a little bit. And I think we're going to probably win by 10 to 12 points. But it's going to look like a larger victory than it really is, you know. Uh, I think it's going to be a little tight. But coming on to the end, we're going to pull it out and we're going to go 3-1, man. So, so I'm glad we're on the same page. Sounds good. As I said, man, once you're not panicking, I'm good over here, man. Ah, man, why? We're a strong team, man. I ain't got to panic. We're a strong <laughs> like team. That. Strong I think 80 is going to... Yeah, you already know that's a model right there. And I think 80 is going to come out. 80 is going to come out and have a monster game next game. I think he's going to definitely... Uh, I think he's going to be a 30-plus, 30 plus, 30 plus at least 10-plus uh, rebound kind of game with some great defense. 
Um, but the funny, the good thing about it is, you know, um, almost all the, the the whole basketball world, NBA basketball world, is about the NBA Finals right now. But there was a huge development that happened in the NBA that we definitely had to talk about, and we're we're gonna t- talk about it in our next segment around the league when we get back. And we're back, the Lake Pod, with my bro Nutty. This is Vonnie here with uh, uh, Nutty's favorite segment around the league. Um, there's been a couple of news uh, developments that happened, you know, over the past couple of, uh, over the past week, you know, since our last time, you know, we spoke. Um, uh, I'll go into the first one. Uh, it's not directly related to 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 basketball. Um, it is directly related to basketball, but not directly related to any of the games or anything like that. Um, and that was, you know, some of Kyrie Irving's comment. I think he had a podcast with KD. Uh, I didn't listen to the whole podcast to hear the, to hear, you know, the context of it. So that's something I'm very uh, aware of as well. But you know, he was saying that was the first time, you know, just looking at KD, that's the first time he's seen somebody uh, down the stretch that you know he that can make that same shot as him you know he always looked at himself as the best option you know um i'm gonna tell you what i feel and then you know you can tell me you know what you, you what your feedback is and they know we'll talk, talk about that other huge story that uh that you know we, we were really really eager to talk about and uh just on my my <laughs> just my thought process i thought it was overblown um to be honest um you know he's on he, he was on was it katie that was katie's podcast right yeah, etc. Right. So he's on Katie's broadcast, you know, Katie and Kyrie. I don't know if you if you know, but you should know by now they're on the same team. They signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, first season was, you know, pretty much uh, they were ravaged by injuries. Katie's still recovering from that Achilles tear. And Kyrie, you know, he had several uh, injuries and he had a season-ending injury and a uh, shoulder surgery and everything like that. So, you know, you know, he spoke about that. He said that, first of all, I cannot tell a man what he believes or, 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 you know, especially on that level, you know, that level Kyrie is on, um, what he believes in and what, what he believes in his ability in comparison to his teammates. Now, of course, everybody knows he played, he played with LeBron James. So by saying that, you know, this is the first time he basically had somebody on his team that he believes can make the same shot as him or that type of shot. And saying that, you know, you always thought it was the best option. It can be looked like it can be took like a slight if you look, you say, hey, well, LeBron's on a team. But yeah, he's on a team. So what? He believes that. I don't think he's saying that LeBron couldn't hit hit big shots or didn't because that would be crazy. Uh, he did so many when they were together, but he thought that he was always the best option. And he's a killer. So I understand he's he thinking that. No, I can't. And I can't judge a man. I can't read his heart. You know, everybody was coming out and making all these things and bringing out the, the stats of last two minutes and whatever. And what's the stats with the percentage? Man, I don't care. Everybody knows LeBron, Kyrie's a killer in the clutch. LeBron has hit great clutch shots. So I I, I don't need no <laughs> like playbook. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I'm I'm I told you like over the last five to ten years like basketball became like some kind of a math subject like golly like every time there you got a couple man 
every, I mean, the numbers are great. You have to have the context. You have to see how it happens. You have to, I always grow Yeah, I watch a game, bro. When you you on the basketball court, we we grew up watching guys play on the court, watching guys play uh, football on the football field, and stuff, sweating. We didn't have the stats, but we know who was the baddest or some of the baddest guys right, on the court. Right. <laughs> you don't have a stat sheet to tell you that, and like then you recognize. I'm seeing the guy killing everybody. You know, watching who they're shooting, shooting over ten, uh, over two defenders, over three defenders, and doing whatever. I'm seeing that. My eyes tell me what I see, and then somebody came. Oh well, no, that actually uh, brought a stat sheet. Uh, that guy had like ten out of sixteen shot, shots, uh, and you know he made this and that. When I'm seeing that the other guy is probably double, triple teamed, you know, uh, made took some much more tougher shots. Everything you know that that well, that guy did all this, that guy did all that. You know, you saw saw what you saw, and then after you're gonna bring some kind of statue in front of me and tell me, okay, well that means <laughs> that I'm wrong, or that means that nah, don't tell me that. Now, if you want to tell me the obvious, that person went uh, ten out of sixteen from the field. That person had five or six. What? Yeah, that's undisputable. But that still doesn't prove and say, you know, every different situation who was the best player and everything like that. So um, I didn't have deal with it but we're, we're, we're definitely gonna touch it and uh let me hear your thoughts on that bro so so the thing is so i disagree with 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 you on that because my thing is i think it's the timing of of his comments right because it's i mean it's katie and everybody knew and katie is you know probably best of friends and that podcast is about to launch so you know it's clickbait they are gonna you know i mean if you have a podcast and you're trying to get fire content you got to be controversial you know what i'm saying so but the, as you said that because of the numbers you know me I, I, i'm a numbers guy as well but i always use I, I also do use the eye test right but the numbers say lebron james is one of the most clutchest players um players of all time right and but bro Kyrie, i know you're a numbers guy but i one thing i know <laughs> about you you watch the games too so right. I would take, you know, like there's some if people that right. don't watch games, bro. But they go they, right. they yeah, just they come and the look. This, they look at the highlights and just the numbers, and that's what they use. That doesn't make any sense. I know you watch all the games. That's true. You know, so we can see even when like a shot happens, we can see like if a turnover happens, how a person moves, their act, the, the, the way they act, the way they exactly. they look, and right. the, the comfort level in them. You can see that that doesn't show by the numbers. You watch it and see. You know what I'm saying, yeah. but yeah, go ahead, man. I had to just. You know, man. <laughs> but I said, the thing with the thing with Kyrie, man, is just it's just is a lot of his comments are just like out of timing, man. And answer this question, man: What is Kyrie Irving without LeBron James? Uh, All Star NBA player, superstar. I wouldn't even say a superstar, man. Is Kyrie even a superstar? You don't you don't think Kyrie's a superstar? To be honest, I don't. Kyrie. The handles, the, the handles and all that, the handles and all that. Yeah, he got all that, man. But the, what is Kyrie without yeah, LeBron James? If without without LeBron, without LeBron James, um just 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 to, to me, just a regular all-star man. Kyrie had what? Look at uh I'll regular as an example. Just a regular all-star man, in my opinion. He, he, right. You have all the he, okay. His, his handles are are, are um is, is one of the best in the league. I'll give him all that, man. But he'll just be a regular a regular all star player, man. Like, I mean, we gotta tune him and watch what? it, man. But 
what season did LeBron join in? Not was it his second season or his third season or something? I think at least his think third, third season. He was just playing. Right. I mean, true, he was young the first two seasons, but just putting up numbers in the league. De- Deion Waiters. Right, right. <laughs> true. <laughs> and Tristan Thompson. Come on, man. Like, we got to look right. at everything. Right, okay. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay, and then, right. And then, Kyrie, when LeBron came in, LeBron didn't, obviously, yes, LeBron was the best player at that time. I, I still believe he's the best player in the league right now. But he didn't just come, it wasn't just like all about him coming for Kyrie. Kyrie was a, a big reason why he came is because Kyrie was on the team. Because he sees the potential, I mean, right, and then and he agree, traded for Wiggins, right, and, agree, and he bringing Kevin Love. Right, so and Kyrie had a whole different. Team. Yeah, but if LeBron James never came there, Kyrie Irving would have just been a regular All Star player in Cleveland. Ain't nobody going to Cleveland right, to what, play what, for anybody. On break, bro, Miami would way get broken down and everything. We don't know. We don't know exactly but, what would happen, right, but, but what he did, it was a strategic thing. But right, but I'll use Boston for example. He, that guy ain't a leader, man. That guy ain't a leader. You're right. Look, look I at totally that. Look at that team. That team. He has a leader to be a superstar. He has a superstar. He's a superstar talent. Right. He's, I, I he's one of the skilled most of, of his time. That team in Brooklyn, I'm going to keep a close eye on that team in Brooklyn. Trust me. I call it here. I'm going to say it early. Look out for that. That team is going to have a lot of leaks in the coming, in, coming from within the locker room. And if those guys get off to a bad start, expect a lot of a lot of finger pointing because that team ain't have no leaders. Who is a leader? Well, he has a lot to prove. He has a lot to prove. Probably right? he's with his best friend. Like Let's that. see. No excuses. We'll see what's gonna happen. Um, what happen next season? I'm I'm gonna keep a close eye. And as we said, well, yeah. And as mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy as we mentioned next season, man. And I was gonna draw a comparison. With how the LA Clippers nail clips on a ravel. <laughs> the no, they said that they said that the paper clips now. The paper, the paper clips. clips. <laughs> the way how they unravel. I'd be surprised if that same thing happens to the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving is going to wow. be is going to be the the was good is going to be the main um, issue in Brooklyn, especially the media capital of the world. A lot of questions are going to be asked. Those guys, they don't like the media. Kevin Durant it basically started a media company and he's always against the media. Look out for that, man. Trust me. Well, well here's what, right? Well, we, got, we know the media got narratives, so I think that's something that, you know, they don't appreciate. But here's what. My thing is, Kyrie is not a leader, for sure, right? The, the two, the two things, the two things that I, I, I would hold against him is his lack of leadership and his lack of uh, he, he's all he's injury prone. That's like the two True. main things about him, right? But uh, if you, at the end of the day, he's still a made man. He won the championship and he was a major fact, bro. Yet he averaged like twenty nine points in the in the in the finals. He was yeah, like, he was, he was yeah, crazy. He was a like, major factor, LeBron, but minus And remember, the one, team, the, Kyrie is just a regular But then minus, minus, minus LeBron, minus Kyrie, and I'm not comparing them or not, he nothing like that. He went back minus to the finals. Kyrie. He went back to the finals with Jordan Clarkson, Jake No, no, Kyrie but, but listen, what, listen what I'm saying. Listen what I'm saying. Listen what I'm saying. Minus Kyrie in that series, the first time they, they lost against Golden State. I'm sure Kyrie, when he got injured, I'm sure if Kyrie was there, 
they if they didn't win, they had a much higher probability of winning. And that year, he I brought uh, Cleveland to the finals uh, without the year after Kyrie left. It was he played like a monster in the finals, definitely. Oh, not in the finals, but in the, the playoffs. But man, he was bro. He played Ola Depot and Indiana. Like none of the teams, the guys that they played, I bet that they would have beat um, that that Cleveland would have beat them. Really, Ola Depot again, and and them in Indiana, right? Um, yeah, young Celtics team. Who else? I can't remember who else they played. It wasn't like... I mean, it was Jason Tatum. But LeBron, man, that team changed up half of that roster in the middle of the season, man. And LeBron James got back and they they got back. I said Kyrie Irving without LeBron James, just a regular all-star player, man. Nobody would not have been talking about... Nah, nah, he's not a regular all-star player. LeBron James, we would not be talking about Kyrie Irving, bro. Bro, he's winning winning all-star MVPs and stuff, bro. He's winning all the MVPs. I'm, I'm not. Man, but if LeBron, if LeBron man. did, if LeBron, if LeBron didn't go with, with Kyrie, it was a, is a big, it's a big possibility that he would have been on two rings still right now. That's that's a huge possibility. I mean, so I'm just saying. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is Kyrie has a level. Yeah, but all I'm saying he has a level, and the the clout and the track record to believe that he. Is the I, best I, option man, to- in the clutch man, on his team. I totally team. agree, man. I totally disagree. I mean, I mean, I totally disagree with you on that one, man. Hell no. So, so, so you disagree that? So you disagree that he? he so you disagree that he believes that he was the best yes, clutch option was, on any team that he is yes, on? Because of the, I mean, for one, the number says for one, the number says otherwise. And then when Kyrie had the chance to lead his own team, he did not. He did so not. I'm saying, okay, so not the, that team so was nothing, playing let me ask better than Kyrie. Right? So how he could be the better option? So let me so let me ask you a question. I'm asking about Kyrie's belief because he said what he believes. He didn't say he was better or whatever. He said he believed that he was the best option. So you're telling me that he was gonna believe that hey, I could hit that shot, and after he's gonna look at the numbers and say, oh man, nah, that means that no, bro. The no, no, reason but, why he's great yeah, is because yeah, he believed right, okay, that. Right, We're not right, talking about yeah, whether it's true or not. I understand his belief, but he didn't have to tear down. His, his old teammates to big up Kevin Durant saying, okay, I believe I was the best option. Now I believe, okay, KD, you know, is, um, you know, finally I can see somebody I can defer to. Hell no. You got to put more respect on LeBron James' name, but man. But, bro, we Hell want, no. we want those, we want those players, we want those players to be authentic and we want those players to be truthful, right? We want those players to be authentic. If this is the first time he feels that that is the first time he has a player that can make any... And for me, what he said is make the type of shots, make that type of shot that he makes. If the first time that he feels that, he, he's supposed to, like, say, nah, I'm not I'm not going to say it because... Nah, he, he's just talking. He's in a podcast. He's talking directly what he believes. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you cannot fault somebody for saying what they believe. And it's not something that's crazy and far-fetched. It's not to say he's not one of the most clutch players of, of his time. He's crazy, yeah, bro. He's crazy, but the I mean, Kyrie was named Mr. Four. He was Mr. Four. He was. He was. I'm, but that's not the argument. He. I'm talking about what he believes. His name was Mr. Fourth Quarter before LeBron was on the team. That's how yeah, the, the Cleveland um, guard, was, announcers and man, everything was calling him. Kyrie Irving and and, um, and in Cleveland before LeBron came. Hell no! Right? Is that? But that's not. But that's not what we're arguing. I'm not talking about was watching right, him. I'm not talking about yeah, right. what LeBron I'm saying didn't get him. What I'm saying is he was always a clutch player. He's always and a clutch so player. Le- always so making big time so shots. LeBron James. 
Kyrie is crazy right. for saying that. But that's yeah? not the argument. But that's not the argument. He said he feels you was. He's not saying that. Oh, there was not another a good option. He's not saying that. Oh. I never had another touch teammate. He's not saying that. He's saying that this is the first time he feels that somebody is on his level to make that shot. So you, now, whether or not that's true or you believe that, whether I believe that, you believe that, um, whether whether Barack Obama believes that, whether <laughs> it doesn't matter who <laughs> believes it. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about what he believes. And right, and then we you know, and he's not to say like he's some kind of right, scrappy player. The, Bro, if, 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 if it was, if, if was KCP, if KCP came and said, if KCP uh-huh. came and said that the other some years after, and you're like, man, that's the first time. I'm like, you'd be like, come on, bro. Uh-huh. Like, but I'm saying that's what he believes. So I can't go against what he believes, bro. Uh-huh. That's something different. We're arguing something different. Man, They're bothering you know, about. Was, oh, I, you think Kyrie was man, looking at any kind of stat sheet? That's probably Kyrie the man, first time he even know the, the stats of, of what he has against LeBron uh, um, versus what LeBron. What Kyrie said that was straight trash. It was straight trash. Nah. In my nah. opinion, it right, was man. straight trash what he said about nah. BKB. That's not straight trash, man. It was, man. It was. That's that can never be straight trash. That can never trace straight trash. Because first of all, Kyrie ain't no scrub. He ain't no kind of like scrappy player that's not a, a clutch player. He is a clutch player. He is a big time player. And that's what that's what he believes. Now, I cannot go in, I don't know his heart. You don't know his heart. So I cannot 100% say, oh, he, he did that and he's not taking a side to LeBron. But at the same time, too, if I cannot say that, I'm going to take a player at his word, take a person at his word, and believe that it's not uh, something outrageous. Well, with Ka- People have with- to go to stats. People have to go to the stat books for that. But if you think like how people normally think, a lot of people think that Kyrie's more clutch than LeBron, just off the top. They have to get that stats and say, well, no. but off if the top, that's the just the kind Hell of error. I don't know if you watch the game. I could, man, I could, I remember a lot of LeBron James freaking um clutch moments man i can remember in fact i can remember lebron james yes, more clutch moments than um Kyrie. i mean Kyrie hit the shot heard around the I'm world i'm not saying about I'm not, I'm not saying he's not clutch we're not saying he's not clutch i'm saying like lebron still has a reputation of being shaky sometimes in the fourth quarter or being shaky in clutch I mean, moments or a, stuff that's, like that that's, he still has that to be and deserved or not same, but I, what I'm saying, whether it's deserved or not, he still has that. Kyrie has that reputation of being a killer in coming down to the end of the game. Same thing with KD. So I'm talking about him as a player evaluating himself. He could think that. I cannot say that he, he, he's doing, he's making a slight uh, a LeBron or not. I cannot yeah, say that. A, I because say I do not... He is taking a slight at LeBron. And watch <laughs> at the timing. LeBron James and the LA Lakers or a 2-1 in the NBA Finals, KD's about to launch his podcast. They're going to hit some some fire content trying to get some clickbait. All of a sudden, they are, oh, we're about to launch our podcast. Man, come on, man. This guy needs to be stop hating on LeBron James, man. I'm speaking well, for all First of all, I'm just going to say world, that. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that like, uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, they have a podcast. I think they're pretty much sure on getting a lot of uh, viewers and everything man, like that. Regardless, that, man, that's like but the point. Man, they're trying right. to get. Man, they're trying to be straight fire. That <laughs> um, is I, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe it was big big. I don't believe it was big big. But that's something. That's something we're we're just gonna probably gonna talk about Definitely. more when we're looking at the, the, the and the previews for the upcoming year. Because uh, I, I, I guess I, we have a strong disagreement in Definitely there. Definitely, we got to agree. But one thing we can't disagree. One thing we can't disagree on is that you know we know that Doc Rivers have they 
first I saw they said it was let go. Then after I saw they said it was a, a mutually uh, uh, a mutual agreement to to you know part ways. So I'm not sure which one is that. But uh, it wasn't for long because yeah. he's with the Philly. He's in he's he's in Philly, man. He's in your he's in Philly, man. Rivers, big hiring uh, for the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers. Um, that was huge. So, um, man, what do you think about that hiring? Um, what do you think about, you know, him fitting in with that team? And what do you think he can do for that team? Well, first of all, man, Doc Rivers was fired. That mutual let go. Hell no. Why would you, why would you build that team seven years? I think, yeah, at least seven years. You build that team basically from the ground up. We're getting Chris Paul. We're having Lob City. And having to go on through the Donald Sterling um, controversy, he led the team through that. That was a mm-hmm. that's a trying time in in NBA history. Then having to build whatever they they build up, man, and having Kawhi Leonard say, "Man, I want to join you guys," and having to trade all the pieces for uh, for uh, Pandemic P. I'm just saying, hell no, you're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna leave that job. Man. You have two top ten players. I mean, arguably, but um, at least we acquired for sure is in the top 10. You're not going to leave that job, man. And who the hell would want to leave L.A., man? Talking, that's Lala, man. That's sunshine, man. Why would you want to leave? For real. But, but, I mean, yeah, he did blow two, three, three, one series lead in the, in the conference semifinals throughout that seven years. So, I mean, Steve Ballmer did not hire him. And usually once you have a new owner, that owner wants to hire his own uh, his own coach, and he just had enough. And that team is ready to win now. And especially what happened in that Nuggets series where they pretty much just had a total collapse, man. Every we people was like, "All right, will they fire him? Will they not?" And eventually, they did make that move. But as I said, enough, enough about the Clippers. We're gonna focus on how he's gonna fit in with the Sixers. And I think it's a good hiring for the Sixers, man. You finally have somebody who's going to... I think he's going to get Ben Simmons and Embiid straight. Because those guys have the talent, man. Those guys have the tools, right? That team is pretty much ready to contend. To me, if Doc Rivers could come in there and do a mm-hmm. good job and just even have those guys, to me at least, talking about the conference finals, if they could aim for that. But, man, the, the, the East is going to be so stacked. So they're going to be the East is really is going to be stacked next year man you got Kyrie and uh, KD coming back as we mentioned earlier in this segment you'd have you're going to have Miami returning you're going to have Boston you're going to have Raptor you know Toronto so but I do think he's going to do a good job in Philly man he's going to have Embiid to me personally he's going to have Embiid probably playing more on the block instead of being out on the three point line because with Brett Brown, those guys could pretty much do what they want. That's the only reason why Jimmy Butler is mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. in Philadelphia right now. And he's in Miami because they have no structure in Philadelphia. I think with Doc coming in, he's going to... He, he's a big presence, man. He is a big presence. So to me, with, with, with having him in, I expect Ben Simmons and MB to go to another level because they definitely could go to a higher level, man. MB could be a possible... Nobody cannot guard MB, man. It's pretty much almost like AD. Nobody cannot guard those guys, but they they, they tend to limit mm-hmm. themselves. So with having Doc in there, Kojak could, you know, been around the league, I mean, 
you know, you work with greats like KD, I mean, um, KG, you know, um, Paul Pierce, Rondo, and those guys. And, you know, to Lob City, you know, they, they had a good thing over, over there. But I think I think the Clippers cursed them, man, because the Clippers have not been to a conference finals ever. <laughs> Even Doc Rivers couldn't save them. So let's see the job what Doc Rivers do out in Philadelphia. And then we could probably tell you guys that the Clippers are pretty much their curse, man. It's, it's not, it wasn't Doc's fault. But yeah, it. Well, <laughs> no, nah, I was just saying that they just need to move out of LA, man. <laughs> I know they're building, yeah, they're building, uh, I think they're building a new re- arena. I'm not sure exactly where it is. Yeah, is it, Inglewood. yeah? Is it Inglewood? Yeah, they need to move out, man. That's that's <laughs> the best thing. It it doesn't make any sense, man. <laughs> they're they're never gonna get the love that they have, they want to get there. Um, they're always gonna be overshadowed. Um, but we, enough about them, as you said. You know, um, Doc is with the with the Sixers now. I do think it's. I agree with you. I think it's a great hiring as well. Um, I think it can do wonders for Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid. Um, one thing, and then you touched on it, um, a lack of accountability is one thing that that uh, that we're here we're hearing with Brent Brown, Brent Brown, and um, you know, with young players, you definitely have to do that. I remember, um, you know, when I, when Larry Brown came to coach Allen Iverson AI, one of the big things was you know they needed uh, uh, at that time uh, Larry Brown was always a big coach. He was a well-respected coach, and he needed somebody to come and set, you know, set things, set things in place, put structures in place. You know, um, AI was one of the greatest talents that we've seen, but, you know, he still needed more guidance. And I think that maybe Doc can come and just uh, recreate that whole scenario. Um, You know, get these two players on the same page. They're both uh, great, uh, really highly talented players. But one thing, you know, that you probably even haven't thought thought about is Tobias Harris, man. Yeah, he had his best season on the dock. That's facts. Because as I said, mm-hmm. Philly, Philly have right. the, they have a big three man, and with Hawford as well. Even though he looked really slow last year, but I think with Brett, with coaching, I think they they're going to incorporate him better because yeah, he's going to have uh, two years left on his deal. So with with Harris coming in, I think Doc Rivers would unlock the the, the best out of him and. They're just gonna probably need to do some work in the off season by just trying to get some shooters around those guys because, as I said, Ben Simmons is a problem. Joel Embiid is a problem, man. You cannot double those guys. So if you got shooters around them, then that team would definitely, you know, go to their full potential. But man, I can't wait till next season, man. I'm already. I wonder if one of those shooters. I want. <laughs> man, me too, man. I just wanted if one of them shooters you're talking about is gonna be Ben Simmons. <laughs> Man, I'm not sure, man. If Doc Rivers cannot get Ben Simmons to shoot next year, man, then I don't know, man. Then I give up, man. I, I give up. If he don't shoot, man, they're probably just gonna, they're probably just gonna trade man, him. Probably, man. They could definitely get a lot for him, man. They could probably set him up OKC, man. They got a lot of picks and stuff up there. He's on a long-term deal, so yeah, they could send him to OKC. <laughs> I mean, the oh man. Crazy. But remember, Doc Doc signed for five years, so we're not sure, you know. But it looks like you know they're giving him enough really? leeway to get to get you know to, uh, get, get that team to the next level. Yeah, definitely. But that's definitely something we're gonna monitor as as the season 
um, come, is coming close to an end, and you know we're gonna be looking at a lot of this stuff in the off season. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on man, before we wrap up, bro? That's just news, man. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I skipped this one because I was gonna save it for um, you know after the season. Because I, I, your boy Kyrie, you know he did mention um, the the uh, <laughs> as you said, and I and quote, and I think it's also going to change the way we see coaches. I don't really see us having a head coach. KD could be the head coach. I could be a head coach. <laughs> and you want me to take Kyrie seriously, bro? You want me to take Kyrie's words seriously? When he said they don't really need a head coach. He could be a head coach. KD could be a head coach. Jack Vaughn could be a head coach. So how does Steve Nash feel? Should Steve Nash take Kyrie's words? You tell me. Oh, man. <laughs> man, the guy's an interested man, yo. <laughs> man, I can't wait for off season to touch all these topics, man. I can't wait. Most definitely, bro. Definitely, I'm gonna continue this conversation in the in the in the um in the group chat. I'm gonna get on you. I'm gonna jump on you in the group chat. Um, I gotta jump on you hard. I gotta jump on on and you uh and make sure that you know. We Carry. definitely uh, continue that conversation, spark it up, you know, get most, some of those guys in it. Uh, I think Dane is probably going to want to put his two cents, probably Rage and all yeah, those guys. But, uh, man, um, it's good. Next time we speak, I'm not sure. We probably would have an NBA champion Fingers by the next time bro. we speak. Fingers crossed. So the next time we speak, Man, yeah, because you know what I'm it's saying. We're a strong team, man. Lakers in five. Lakers in five, man. And as you said, job's not done, according to Kobe, man. Job's not done. The job's not done, man. The job's not done. But uh, yeah, man, um, definitely glad to link up again. Um, we, we just have a great week coming up. Wishing everybody, you know, all the listeners a great week. You know, um, shout out everybody that always listens and, you know, uh, just always brings the feedback um there's different people that you know is giving some good interesting ideas and we're definitely taking it into consideration now about to wrap up season Crazy, one pretty man. soon well actually it's supposed to be in wrapped June. up in, in <laughs> but we still going man we definitely <laughs> made a year man we approached yeah. year mark <laughs> most definitely man but yeah, you want you got anybody special you want to want to shout out to, bro? Everybody, man, uh, especially all the frontline workers, man. Everybody, as you, you know, we still in um, you know, in the midst of a pandemic. So, shout out everybody for you know just as said, nurses, doctors, everybody, all the grocery store workers, fast food workers, man. Everybody risking it all every day, man, to you know make sure you know they can put food on their table to feed their families and most of all, um, save lives. Shout out to all the Lakers fans all over uh, the world, man. It's been 10 years, so fingers crossed the next time we, we, we talk to you guys, man. We we are champions, but as the late Kobe Bean Bryant said, man, the job is not done, and um, let's go Lakers, man. Most definitely. You know, it's all LA all day. Um, right now, we're about to sign off with my bro Nutty. I'm Vonnie here, and we're bang, signing bang. off. <laughs>